can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I'm your host and resident mythbuster, Joanna Fleming. In these bonus episodes, sometimes with the help of a special guest, I'll be answering your common beauty questions so you don't have to go digging for the answers yourself. So today I have Dr. Shami from Ode Dermatology joining me. We are debunking a, I don't know if this is a myth or a truth. I've heard this along the grapevine before and I suspect maybe we're leaning towards a truth here. The question is, does your perfume age you? Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Shami. Thank you for having me. Great question. Yes. It's one I think I heard back in the day when I was working in clinics and I think I might've heard it from a dermal clinician. So is it actually true that your perfume can contribute to accelerated aging? And if so, how? So the short answer is yes. I think, you know, with perfumes, you've got a scent that can just age you because, you know, it might be a 70s scent, you know, that actually looks different or feels different or smells different now. Mm -hmm. But in that molecular dermatology wise, the answer is yes, because the botanicals in perfumes, the phthalates, the um, the parabens, all the extra stuff together with actually just that botanical fragrance mm. makes you more sun sensitive. So we know if you're more photosensitive, you are going to have accelerated aging. There's this particular condition called poikloderma of civet, where you get that mottled, you know, you're, you're umming and ahhing because it's definitely true. You know, it's like that whole redness, a bit of pigment, the skin texture becomes more lax. Sometimes if it's really bad, you actually get little blackheads called comedones with it. So you mentioned a couple of those ingredients earlier, and I wondered is there some other key ingredients we should be looking for that are the culprits? And is it because we're spraying directly onto our chest? Like, should we be spraying onto our clothes and onto our hair? Because I remember when I first heard this, that was when I started to spraying fragrance literally into my hair and onto my clothes instead of onto my body. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to run away from the fact that I love my signature perfume. So the way I get around it is put it in an area that's not so sun exposed. So I'll put things on my clothes, but you still get that aerosolization when it's on your clothes and then it can still stick in your face or your neck. Definitely avoid the chest and the neck because they're more wrinkly anyway. Mm -hmm. I find, you know, an old-fashioned technique of putting it on your elbows or the back of your knees. We were told the back of your knees by a fragrance expert. Yeah. (laughs) You would think it, but clever because it's also an area that doesn't produce as much natural oils Mm -hmm. so you're not going to get that breakdown as quicker too and you know who's really checking out the back of your knees yeah (laughs) so that's one way (laughs) in summer it could be a bit of an issue yeah (laughs) so that's a good technique um what else is there you know we've got solvents we've got stabilizers we've got preservatives we've got dyes so there's a lot of products that's in skincare and in perfumes that we just have to be open about. Mm-hmm. So my big thing is, you know, be curious, be be a detective, mm-hmm. work out exactly what's in your um, products because we know they can be absorbed into yep. your skin. And what do you suggest we do to avoid creating that damage? You mentioned putting it on the backs of your knees. What else can you do to avoid that damage on your neck and chest? 
I think that often gets forgotten, especially in my age group where, you know, my friends are just starting to see the first signs of aging and they're really not thinking about their neck and chest. And I can already see the damage forming (laughs) as a therapist. And I'm like, in 10 years time, you're going to be coming to me asking what to put on your neck and chest. So what can we do for those areas? So I think extend our skincare actives into our neck and chest. You know, it's really a continuation in our hands. So that remainder B3 serum that you're using on your face, slide it down. Mm -hmm. You know, your sunscreen, make sure you're putting sunscreen in those areas. Make sure you get the back of your ears, your neck. So protection is key. Another um, little quick tip would be, you know, when you wash your face or your neck, make sure that you're moisturizing first before you put your perfume on. Mm -hmm. That way you've almost got this barrier before the botanicals or the preservatives sit on your skin. So those little tweaks that you can do, you still want to have that aroma around you on the top part of your body, not just on the back of your knees. Yep. Maybe layer it, you know, have a protection layer of moisturizer. Use your skin protecting vitamin C, vitamin B to all those areas that age Mm -hmm. indiscriminately, you know. And I love how you share all the treatments that you actually have done in clinic. I love the transparency. Yeah, (laughs) bring it it on. You look fabulous. Oh, thank you. What do you recommend in terms of treatments for that area? Is there anything that you really like you love for those areas? I love the combination of BBL, Mm -hmm. so light energy wavelengths to kind of attack that bit of sun damage, the redness, but also it cellular level kind of change happens when you do the right setting. So I love that treatment. I think it's great to be looking good, but you actually want something at that molecular level. So I love BBL with a bit of 1064, um, a laser wavelength that would be adjusted Mm -hmm. according to whether you're treating vessels or whether you're treating pigment. So I love the Pico laser. If There's a bit of pigment in there too. Mm -hmm. And then you can resurface the hell out of it with, you know, halo lasers. But you start with something non-invasive first. And for someone that's really got damaged skin, I also inject um, non-crosslinked hyaluronic acid. I love growth factors because they stimulate your stem cells to actually give you that youthfulness. And I use that across board, you know, women who've got really that leathery skin and they're like, Mm -hmm. shall we reset everything to women in their 20s that are really proactive and they want to know how I can stimulate my existing collagen. There's also, um, it's an off-label indication now, but there's that new biostimulatory um, filler called Profilo. And, you know. I've heard of that. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Very exciting. I think it's got all of us a buzz because finally we've got something that's not so, um, doesn't give you that kind of filler puffiness and it doesn't have that risk of blindness or vascular injury. Mm. So I like the idea of remodeling. So the whole concept at Ode is that using your best potential, your own body's potential to heal. Mm -hmm. And I think that ticks the box for me. Definitely. And since we're talking about fragrances, I'd love to know what's in your fragrance wardrobe at home. What do you personally reach for? You're around patients all day. I'm sure you like to smell amazing. Yes. But you know what? Over time, I've actually cut down on my fragrances because I use tons of skincare. So I think something (laughs) has to give. You know, I know I'm overloading (laughs) my stuff with a lot of stuff. So I've cut down on fragrances over the time. But my kind of signature go-to is Una Rose. Ah, I've never heard of it. It's by Edward Fleetcher's collection. It's U-N-E Rose. Like, I love it. Okay. 
Yeah, Una Rose. I highly recommend it. I think I love Rose because it reminds me of my grandma, and she used to just have she used to wear poison. So I feel oh my like God. <laughs> I know that will definitely age you. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna make a comeback. So I think what I've done is you know kind of change that palette, refreshing it with various hues of rose. So that's my thing. And do you have any specific candles or anything burning at Ode? Yes, I love um, all the Milligram stuff. Yep. They're a Melbourne brand. They make beautiful things. So with, with candles, that's another thing to actually, that's important to highlight um, because reed sticks, candles, they also aerosolize fragrances uh, yeah. and botanicals. Mm-hmm. So if someone's got a bit of rosacea or pigmentation, I actually say cut down on all that at home. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because that's going to sit on your neck and your mm. chest and your face. So that's another one that people just forget about. Yeah, yeah. Especially if something's sitting next to your bed or, you know, you're sleeping all yes. night in a closed room with that mm. fragrance. Yeah. Okay. So you know, people you- have those wall, the wall mounts, yes. you know, where it constantly puffs out stuff. Yeah. That's also something to think about. Oh, very interesting. I hadn't even thought in that much detail about fragrance. <laughs> I, I've got like seven candles in my room, so I think I might have to spread them I know. out. In the house. Let's just spread the love, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that info with us. I'm sure we'll have a chat to you again soon. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.